Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. He is one of our very, very most popular guests of all time. L.A. Marzulli, filmmaker, UFO researcher, expert on Bible prophecy, is with us tonight to talk about a lot of things, but also his movie on America's Stonehenge. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But uh, L.A. Marzulli, good to have you back with us, sir. Hey, Jim. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're making a lot of great videos, too. I was over at your site and was uh, watching uh, some of your videos. Uh, are you still in Oklahoma, or have you officially moved over to California? No, we're we're still in Oklahoma. We'll most likely be here for another year. Um, <clears throat> we're proceeding very slowly on the rebuild due to finances. As you know, I, we talked about this off air. Uh, we're starting out with the garage. It's a fireproof house. It's called Giga. G-I-G-A, Giga Creek, G-I-G-A Creek, Giga Creek. It's a fireproof home. It's revolutionary. It's um, probably 60% of what a normal house would cost. It goes up very quickly. And it's not a prefab. It's a custom home. So we're doing the studio first, and um, then in the spring we'll probably start the main house. But right now we're in Oklahoma. We go back to California in a few weeks, and we'll break ground. So we're kind of excited about that. I wanted to, uh, before we get into the movie, which I watched the whole movie earlier today, uh, just another fantastic uh, movie that you put together. Uh, I've been seeing Thank some th- I've been seeing some articles about this coming vaccine, and I have been hearing that there's possibly going to be a microchip involved with this mat with this vaccine. I'm hearing myself uh, back. I don't know if there's a. Uh, if you're on a speaker or what's happening, I don't, I just don't want us to have a problem with the audio later. Um, can you hear me? Okay. LA. I can. I was on speaker, so I'll take it off speaker. Okay. Hopefully that's better. For oh, you. that's fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So Good. I've been reading that's these articles good. about the vaccine coming end of year, first of next year for, for COVID. And then I'm seeing some of these articles talking about, uh, like a microchip that would go in with the vaccine that would uh, create the enforcement mechanism. So when you go to walk into a store or walk into an airport, it would know that you have had the vaccine because of this chip. And when I started reading this, it was like giving me chills. I was like, oh, my, this is I mean, this is like here. I mean, is this possibly the gateway to 
the mark of the beast. I know you've talked about uh, this idea of injections and uh, DNA being altered and microchips, but this just gave me chills to think about this because, you know, we all just went along with the mask thing and now they're telling us maybe goggles. And I mean, I could see a lot of people going along with the, a microchip as long as they could uh, get rid of the masks and be able to fly and all these other benefits are given back to them uh, if they allow them to inject both a vaccine and a microchip. Well, here are my thoughts. I think this whole thing is a precursor of the beast system. It's the beginning of the beast system. You know, we're in a period of time which is absolutely unprecedented in all of history. I mean, surely we we can all agree on that. And, you know, no one knows where it's going. And what we're finding out uh, as as time ticks on, that, that, you know, what we may be looking at here is what Dr. Geraldine, uh, uh, Carl Dean Graves, on our show, uh, talked about way back in March that this is actually a COVID coup. And we're seeing this on other, other websites like the Gateway Pundit, Breitbart, and others, pro-Trump news. Uh, Fox won't really touch it. But these other sites do, that there seems to be a conspiracy. What I mean by that is Fauci seems to be in bed with Gates. There seems to be a definite connection. And so you got to remember what happened was, um, and, and normally, if in a pandemic, you quarantine people that have, but you don't shut down the entire country. And, and Fauci keeps moving the goalposts. It's like, well, you know, we'll do it for 14 days or 40 days or whatever it is. The only distance and masks and all this. And, and, and as I've stated, and I talked to different physicians about it, no one knows the efficacy of the masks. No one knows whether it's actually going to work against COVID. And some of my research shows that a mask will not work against COVID. So, you know, what are we looking at? Then you got these knuckleheads running around where, and the bright sunlight with masks on. Well, according to everything I've read, when you're outdoors, COVID-19 can't live outdoors. Look, the lifespan is like less than a second. So why are we wearing masks? I mean, Fauci has created this, this Orwellian nightmare, and he just keeps moving the goalposts and adding masks and goggles and face shields and, you know, social distancing. This is all the new normal. You know, meanwhile, and I've talked about this before, Home Depot and Lowe's and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, all these major um, big box realtors, they get to stay open where thousands of people come in. But mom and pa's store has to remain shut down. This is an orchestrated takedown of America. It makes absolutely no sense. And so we social distance, we quarantine, blah, blah, blah. And then we go, we're, we're in, let's say, uh, Walmart. And we take our card and we put it into the machine and then we touch the keyboard. And I've asked this to people, when was the last time you pressed it, you know, clean the keyboard? Well, we do it every hour. And sometimes it's less and sometimes it's more, depending on what store you're in. Well, excuse me, how about the person who was in front of me? What if they had COVID? What if they touched the pad and now the virus is on the pad? Meanwhile, you've got plexiglass, you know, barriers between me and the guy who's taking my credit card. But the credit card machine, no one's cleaning that. I mean, you see what I mean? This whole thing yeah, is just insane. A lot of They're it makes airplane. a lot of it makes no sense. You know, you're like you're saying on the airplane, you're breathing yeah. recirculated air. 
but you have a mask on and and it's gone further now because what's happening here in central florida with the theme parks is they're now saying they're now creating a list of unapproved masks. So in the beginning, it was just any face covering will do. And we're not going to, you know, be too picky about what the mask is that you're using, whether it's a bandana or officially a mask or whatnot. But now there's a list that the theme parks are issuing of unapproved masks. And so it's, it's going <laughs> further. It's going further. We, my wife and I got kicked out of a state park, uh, this uh, week. We were on vacation. We went to a state park and, and she came in with, uh, she uses a scarf that's like a, a, a winter scarf that she wraps around her face. And that's her face covering, which uh, this particular guy who is uh, sort of on a power trip, he said, that's not a mask. And I don't accept that. You're not allowed to come in. And I I read to him the policy, the state policy for state parks, which is mask or face covering. And he said, I don't care. I decide what what mask is good enough. And that's not good enough. And so this is where it's it's not just do your best to wear something to cover your face. It's now getting more and more restrictive. And, And they're now talking about goggles. Fauci's talking about goggles. And now they're talking about even after the vaccine, we'll still have to wear the masks and i'm thinking to myself you know when does this end i mean when does it end well you know last week there were a group of doctors and again dr caroline grave who was on our show she talked about this and alerted me to this two weeks before it happened she said we're trying to get a group of doctors a consortium of doctors to go and sit down with fauci we've got some great uh, epidemiologists can go toe to toe with Fauci. And, you know, it's amazing. Uh, they were there in Washington. They, they said their say and they're immediately banned on all sorts of social media. They're censored. Well, why are they censored? These are medical doctors. These are, these are, and Fauci goes, some people, and this is the direct quote. Some people said something. Are you, excuse me. Are you kidding me? I mean, this guy, Fauci completes these medical doctors because they're standing up to his, draconian authoritative, you know, nonsense, essentially. The guy's acting like a little dictator. And L.A., did you know that they also, they, did you know they also took down those doctors, their website? Because I know that those of us like you well, and I, fired. yeah, you and I are basically battling with social media all the time. I've been suspended multiple times Look, on social media, but then, but you always something. say, at least I have my website. That's mine. No, but, but you don't even have that anymore. They can erase you. I mean, Vimeo did it to me three or four months ago, and it caused us a huge financial, which is what they don't care. They stole our money. We're in a lawsuit. Well, not yet, but we've written a letter from my lawyer. They stole our money. They just stole our money. You know, money that we earn. People bought our films on Vimeo, and they stole it. Well, like, we're not going to pay out because you violated our... Excuse me, I'm quoting an article by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and you doesn't matter. It's draconian. This is the stuff. This is Stalin-esque. It really is. This is the stuff that happened in the old, good old Soviet Socialist Republic. Is that where we really want to go? And we all know what happens there. You get the gulags and you get the re- you know, re-education camps and 75 or 80 million people, according to Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and some of these people that are listening to your show I'm a, have no idea what we've been talking about. Or what I've even talking about. Read Alexander Solzhenitsyn, The Gulag Archipelago. Read that book. I challenge you to read that book. 
that's that's the great Stalin, you know, socialist utopia where 80 million people, 75 million, whatever number you want, 65 million as a low. I, I put it far more than 65 million. 85 million people died in the gulags. We're never seen again. You're dragged out of your home and you're never seen again. That's how it works, folks. That's how it works. And all these knuckleheads that are rioting in our cities have no idea what's to replace our culture with. Cancel culture doesn't work. Quit tearing down the statues, get educated, go out and get a real job and make something of yourself. Instead of telling us, you know, for white privilege and we have this and shame on you like Obama, you know, you know, we're going back to 1962 with the George Wallace era. Did you see that speech at all at the funeral? I mean, that guy is the biggest slime ball on the planet. What are you talking about, Obama? It's race baiting. Yeah, and to turn someone's funeral into politics, I've always thought was was bad was bad form on uh, on either side. Let me ask you about this one other story before we get to the movie. Did you see the story um, sure. where they're supposedly they found some vehicles that were not of this earth? And I I didn't do a lot oh, of yeah, research yeah, into yeah. it, but but it, it kind of got no coverage. And and there's a lot of stories like this popping up now where it's like uh confirmed sighting of this and and there's no way that we'd have no, we have nothing that can go this speed but we've seen this thing and and it just gets swept under the rug it's like oh well and they just move on um it, it's like disclosure has already happened really but but nobody cares am i am i missing it well and this is look look i, I talk about this incessantly every day on my show i do my show five days a week tps you can find it on YouTube, L.A. Marzulli. Five days a week, there's a section on the supernatural where we talk about UFO updates. We are on the fifth ladder of disclosure, the fifth rung on the disclosure ladder, the fifth rung on the disclosure ladder. The first rung happened in 2016 with Commander David Favor, former F-18 pilot, who had an encounter with a tic-tac-shaped object that was about 40 feet long, no wings, no nothing. This thing moved away from him when he tried to encounter it, basically like a bullet out of his gun. When asked on Tucker Carlson, not George Norrie, not coast to coast, not some, you know, right wing conspiracy theorist thing, whatever. He's on Tucker Carlson. And Tucker asked him, what do you think this was? And Favor looks right at the cam camera, Commander David Favor, looks right at the camera, said whatever this was, was not of this world. That is the first rung on the disclosure letter. Between the first rung and the second rung, Tucker had a, a bunch of guests, Nick, uh, Leslie Keen, and others who came on the record talking about the veracity of the UFO phenomena. The second rung of a disclosure ladder, in my opinion, when Luis Elizondo appeared on Tucker Carlson's show and basically said the United States government has in its possession wreckage from down UFOs. And Tucker asked him two times. Are you saying that the United States government has wreckage from UFOs? And Luis Elizondo looks right at the camera and says one word, yes. The third rung on the disclosure ladder is when the a man from the same, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's he's part of Luis Elizondo's group, and he's on Glenn Beck's show. And Glenn Beck asked him specifically, well, you tested the metal, what did you find? And he says, once again, National TV, Glenn Beck show, he says, we found that the metal had isotopes not found on this earth. That's level three. Level four, you know, the rung 
Rung number four on the disclosure ladder is when the Pentagon, about a month and a half ago, states that you um, unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs instead of UFOs. They won't use they won't use the um, the title UFOs anymore because that has a negative connotation. So they use UA. They just change the verb. Same thing. Unidentified aerial phenomena. That's that's number four. Number five was several weeks ago, and this is where you. You, you brought in five. We now have wreckage from another world, craft that is made from another world. And that's number five on the disclosure ladder. Tim, we are dealing with stuff. This is the coming great deception. I've written books about it. I've talked about this incessantly for 20 years. It's here. It's here now. And it's become mainstream. And yet the church and many Christians are ambivalent. This changes everything. Now, before we get into the the movie, which we're going to do that after this question, uh, because this is key to the movie as well. I want people who do not know about you and your ministry and what you're all about to to understand what the secular narrative is about UFOs. And and why it's important for Christians to understand it from a spiritual perspective, because if you don't understand spiritually what's happening and you accept the secular narrative, uh, this leaves you in a very dangerous place. So so here's the rub. We are in a post-Christian world. Most people will admit that. In other words, you know, you go back 150 years ago, this was uh, Christianity was the. That was it. I mean, pastors talked from the pulpit, and it was a Christian nation. Now, it still is a Christian nation, but we're in a pro-Christian world. What I mean by that, uh, about 150 years ago, this character by the name of Charlie Darwin decided to come up, well, I don't believe in a God. I'm an atheist. There is no God. There is no supernatural. And you know what? He really didn't create everything. Everything just happened by chance over millions, millions of years of evolution. Well, guess what, folks? Evolution... And the theory, theory of evolution, is now sacrosanct in academia and the scientific community. This is how the world entirely runs on Darwinism. Everybody believes in the Darwinian theory, but no, wait, not so fast. The neo-Darwinists look at Darwin's theory and realize, uh-uh, Darwin didn't know anything about the deoxyribonucleic acid, the double helix of life, the spiral of life, DNA. He didn't even know it existed. It wasn't discovered until Watson and Crick discovered it. And when they discovered it decades ago, just a few decades ago, by the way, it, it opened up a whole can of worms because they realized that this is a very, very complex system, extremely complex, that couldn't have happened by chance. There has to be a designer. The neo-Darwinists don't believe in the God of the Bible. So they are looking, and this is, this is, the, this is the kicker right here. Here's the punch. You know, here, here's the, here's the, the right hook to the jaw. Here it is. That the neo-Darwinists looking to the stars for the answers, believing that we were seated here, that we were genetically manipulated by an advanced race of extraterrestrials, and they're coming back to usher us into a golden age. Folks, I'm not making this up. I'm not making it up. This is great. This I've been banging this drum, Jim, for over 20 years. Uh, countless interviews, books, DVDs, the whole nine yards. And, you know, I've been laughed at from my brothers and sisters in the church. What does this have to do with salvation? It doesn't have anything to do with salvation. This is, you know, salvation is way over here. 
now that we're saved, now we get into the deeper things of God. And these are the deeper things of God. This is the this is the deception that the Second Thessalonians talks about, the strong delusion that Satan comes with all signs and lying wonders. Men stand from fear from what is coming upon the earth. This is like, you know, this is the deep dive. I get all that, but it's happening. And the fact that, that you, you even alluded to it, the fact that, you know, now we've got wreckage of UFOs, you know, extraterrestrial ships not made on this earth. That, that makes us, you know, ask ourselves the question, well, where did it come from? Who made these things? And I, I got to tell you, that was wrong number five. Number six, at some point in the very near future, because Tucker's been rolling this out. That's For whatever reason, they used Tucker Carlson as the release of all this, for whatever reason. And then it's CNN and all these other things. But Tucker usually comes out with it first. Go figure. And I think I, I, I posited the reason for this is Tucker Carlson's audience is mostly conservative Christians. And so they roll it out there to see what the reaction is from conservative Christians, and no one blinks an eye. No one does anything except for yours truly, and a few other people like yourself that are going, wait a minute, what's going on here? Number six, the sixth wrong of a disclosure ladder. They will show either film or pictures. I believe more than likely the Roswell crash. It could be the Aurora crash. It could be another crash. But they will show us very, very clearly a crash disc and possibly bodies coming out of that. What will the church do? Very interesting. So far, the church has done nothing. No one, no, no one cares. Most Christians, well, when they show the pictures, that could be the turning point. Yeah, and so what's fascinating to me, when I, I think I first met you maybe around 10 years ago, and, and, and one of the things that I struggle with as a Christian, as somebody that's been to Bible college, was this whole idea that in the end times, there would be this massive falling away from Christ. Because I thought to myself, look, we have the Bible here. We know this is going to happen, all these terrible things in the end times. So as Christians, we're already informed. We've already seen the movie. We know this is going to happen. This would be the time in history, if you're living, that you would be closer to God than ever before. You wouldn't fall away from God. And the only person that ever gave an explanation that made any sense to me was you when I went to your seminar up in Georgia, and you explained this great deception, this idea that whether they land on the White House lawn or where, wherever they are to say, look, we created you. We were, we're the master race that, that seated you, that created you. There is no God. Yeah, uh, or they come down and they, they, they cure COVID, COVID, uh, solve some problem and, and show <laughs> their, show their magical powers. Um, but, and then this connects to, the Nephilim, which we're going to now ask you about the movie, because if I understand it right, this is part two of the the investigation into America's Stonehenge. And I watched the whole movie today, and I'll be honest with you, some of it I didn't quite grasp because I'm not a, a mathematician, I'm not an engineer, but the one part of it that just blew my mind was... Uh, the the mathematical calculations and how they lined up in the 18 and a half year cycle of the moon. And then this line that this kid drew using Google Earth that connected America's Stonehenge with Stonehenge in England. And even though I'm not, you know, a super sophisticated guy when it comes to math and it comes to things like this, it absolutely blew my mind. Not. But then I said, why isn't anybody else talking about this? This seems like one of the greatest scientific breakthroughs 
breakthroughs of, of our lifetime. I mean, this is incredible. What this can't be a coincidence. How can this possibly go on noticed and on reported other than by L.A. Marzulli? And thank you so much for watching it. Uh, you know, some of the discovery when, when we were there, especially up in that war room, and Dan Stone, who's the curator of America Stonehenge, showed us this information, which he had never shown another film company, which just blew me away. He, he let us have the information. Why? I don't know. Uh, hopefully I'll be with Dennis in October at an undisclosed location. We'll be filming there. We'll see what happens. And I'm going to ask him that. I still don't know what else to do it. But the we call the, the, the second film part two. It's number five in the Armature of the Netherese. And uh, it's not available yet. It should be in about number two weeks. It'll be at streaming.lamarzuli.net. Or you can buy it on our website. Uh, you, you could do a sale. You can get five dollars off on a DVD. net. But the bottom line is this: Look, he showed us a connectivity between America Stonehenge and other sites, and we—I just sat there with my jaw on the ground. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And I knew about the first one because Kelsey, you know, that was in my book. Kelsey allowed me to publish it. Basically, it's this, and I'll tell this to your audience. I'm not going to tell you what the other ones are because I don't want to give away the farm. But the one I will tell you, the site is a 4,000-year-old site. It's dedicated to Baal of the Canaanites in dedication. There's a stone there that was found. It's very Punic, and it says to Baal, a dedication, in dedication. To Baal, in dedication. Baal is the Canaanites. To Baal the Canaanites in dedication. That's what it says. You can't make that any clearer. It's a Nephilim site. It's a Nephilim site created by fallen angels and the Nephilim. That's what it's about. And then you say, well, that's preposterous. Oh, really? And you go out to the summer solstice standing stone. When you stand in the center of America's Stonehenge, and you go out to this standing stone, this menhir, which weighs about three to four tons, and it's and it's just standing there, thousands of years. And when the Stone family bought it, they didn't even know about it. It was in a forest. It was grown. And as they began to explore the site, they were, what the heck is this? And they and they realized, oh my gosh, the summer solstice standing stone, which is what the stone is, the summer solstice sunrise comes directly over this stone. And they were blown away by that because no one knew that because it was all overgrown with trees and, you know, and vines and all this stuff. So that once they found the standing stones, they got, well, there's something else is going on here. So they started to look for more and started clearing more and more of these standing stones to see what was going on. And what they found was that the standing stones on the site corresponded directly with the equinoxes and the solstices, as well as uh the lunar, the lunar uh, rises and falls and, and all that. So the bottom line is Kelsey Stone, you mentioned this. He's, he's like 23 years old. He goes on Google Earth, and he's just fooling around. He just wants to see if there's any connection between the center of that site, American Henge, and the summer solstice standing stone. So he draws the line on Earth. Then he extends the line, 
and he extends the line further and further and further, and it goes over Nova Scotia, and then he's in southern England. And he says to himself, wow, that might be where Stonehenge is. So curiously, he kind of enlarges the screen. And this is where it goes off the rails. I'm just going to interrupt that you for was. one second, Ellie, because we're you're kind of cutting in and out. I want to make sure people hear what you're saying. What what Ellie is saying is that okay. uh, Americans Stonehenge, and then there's Stonehenge in England, and and this this young man, 23 years old, engineering uh, graduate, he uh, creates this line on Google Maps and is following it over Nova Scotia, over the ocean. All of a sudden, it's in southern England, and then what what does he find happens with that line? It intersects. I hope you can hear me. I only got two on this stupid cell phone. No, you're good uh, now. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 clear now. Okay, good. I great. I won't move. That line intersects Center Trilithon at Stonehenge, England, directly through the top. Of, there's the left and the right, and then there's a top a top stone. That line intersects the Center Trilithon at Stonehenge exactly. And it's not a coincidence, and you can only do that when you're triangulating in the air. But this, I'll give you one more thing to fill. This just blew me away. When, this, when, when Dennis, he doesn't understand because he's not, he's not a Christian. He doesn't show what, doesn't understand about Nephilim. Doesn't know who the dragon is. Doesn't know how all this is connected. And that's why they're sitting on this stuff, and sometimes they don't know what they're sitting on. So he goes, well, 4,000 years ago, the entire site was aligned with the constellation Draco. And in the film, I go, what did you just say? I mean, I can't even believe what I'm hearing, right? It's like, as if all this, all the information that he just gave us and all these alignments and everything else, that wasn't enough. And he, and he gives us, you know, the final hair overhead. Oh, yeah, it was aligned to the constellation Draco. And I go, Draco? The dragon? I mean, is there any, it is so deliberate. It is right in our faces. And like, what does this have to do with salvation? Nothing. Salvation is, that's, that's the main point. This is for folks. But this something is, is, is something is definitely God. going on here because, because, uh, because there's no, even just the creation of one of these, sites like Stonehenge or America's Stonehenge or the the uh, the Guidestones, even just a creation of one of these sites would involve math and technology that did not exist except in modern times and would also involve, you know, having to be high up above uh, these sites to be able to do this. And when I was watching the, the video, uh, one of the things that that was said was that even if that line was, let's say, a few hundred miles away from Stonehenge in England, that would still be really interesting. Like, wow, because if you look at Google Maps and and if you look at how when you're going across the entire globe, folks, when you when you start a line and, and that line starts going, you know, dozens and then hundreds and then thousands of miles, it, just the tiniest of of differences in that line uh, w- would would move it hundreds and thousands of miles in di- in a different direction. So the, the 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 precise position of that stone in New Hampshire to be able to go right through the middle of that stone in Southern England, it, it's it's impossible to think that there's anything. 
uh, coincidental about it. So so then you say, well, what is this? Uh, you could go on TV and watch Ancient Aliens, and they'll tell you that there was uh, an advanced race that was here before right. we were here, and that right. and then that they seeded us to be right. here. And, and they're already laying the groundwork for what the explanation is, sure which is not the explanation that we're looking at from a Christian worldview. Well said, and that's exactly, and that's why in the film series, Trail of the Nephilim, and this is uh, number five in the series, and you know, folks, you know, you can say, oh, I always just trying to sell videos. (laughs) Really? Our mission is to expose the deception of the prince of the power of the air and the herald of return to King Jesus, and that's what we do day in and day out here. What I love about the film is it exposes the deception. It shows us exactly, do you realize that this information in the film, no one knew it for 4,000 years. Kelsey Stone went on Google Earth. And then once we just, once Kelsey discovered his father, Dennis and Kelsey went and started the other stones placed on the equinoxes and the other solstices, the winter solstices and the lunar uh, um, I forget what it's called, but basically when the moon is full and just all and the LA, we're starting to we're starting to lose your audio again. So I'm going to wrap it up, but just to say uh, what what you're saying right. what you're saying there is that that after they discovered this first connection, which was incredible, they started finding other connections, and it, it became Correct. almost beyond belief that any of this could be uh, could be there. And 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 I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself. Well, wait a minute. How come no one else is talking about this? If this and 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 but yet it's 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 all there. And so it, it does. You know, that's that's just the skeptic of me saying, "Well, wait a minute. If this is true, how come no one's talking about it?" And then I then I think to myself, "Well, I know why no one's talking about it. The same reason they're not talking about the 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 giant skeletons that they hide and and these other. This is part of of history that they don't want us to know about because it raises a lot of other questions. And I I certainly get all that. But we want people to pre-order the video to go to your website to get more information you do a monday through friday daily live uh, video feed you've got a great blog a lot of great interesting products and the best website to go to would be lamarzuli.net lamarzuli.net uh, is that right la or anything else you want to add there that, that's a that's great Jim. thanks so much for carrying the ball across the goal line no now. worries Sorry no worries god bless you sir good to have you with us and uh you know one of the things that um that we have tried to do with the show is i do have an option for our guests to connect with us by way of computer but for some reason that has been a challenging issue too for some of our guests to connect that way but we're going to keep working on this one thing we've got to do is be sure that people are not on speaker phones because that never works out well when when we have the speaker phone so i apologize for the bumpy audio but i nonetheless i think it was an interesting show uh, interesting interview with ellie marzulli and you can find out a lot more about his new movie which i got to watch it today it was one of those links i got early screening type of a deal and uh it was really fascinating uh you know I, i'm open-minded to these things uh and and i i often wonder to myself 
uh, look, I'm 55 years old. Maybe I'll be blessed to live another 20 years. Uh, where are we going to be in 20 years? I mean, they're talking about flying cars and self-driving cars, and uh, I'm blind in my left eye. They're talking about a bionic eye where maybe I'll be able to see in both eyes again. I mean, all kinds of stuff is going to happen probably still in my lifetime. And uh, part of this could very well be uh, these end times great deceptions. And there's enough of this stuff going on that is not explainable. You simply hear the stories about crafts moving across the sky faster than any technology that exists today. And then people say, ho-hum, and they just kind of move on like, oh, well, you know, uh, nothing to see here. And, and I, I'm, I'm getting more and more curious about that. Why, why are, are these events not huge stories when you hear about Navy pilots reporting these sightings? When we're finding these crafts and then it's reported in mainstream news. It, and, but yet it's reported, but it's like, oh, well, you know, what else is going on? Coronavirus, Anthony Fauci. Uh, maybe we'll try to impeach Trump again. You know, there's always some, uh, you know, other more exciting, interesting uh, agenda to pursue on a given day than to talk about those things. But, you know, Ellie Marzulli, he's been a faithful servant of the Lord, and he's right. He's been laughed at. He's been belittled. Um, I even saw one website where they've got a whole section dedicated to him as being a lunatic. I mean, no, no kidding. Um, but this guy continues to come out with his information and every day that goes by, uh, he's more and more right. And so, you know, the Nephilim and the end times and all of these things, something's going to happen. Uh, and I mean, we are definitely at that point where we're going to start to see this great deception, I believe that Ellie Marzulli is right, that it will be uh, the idea that that God, that there is no God, that we were created by uh, by these these beings from outer space. I believe that's what people will buy into. And I, I think it's probably the only story that people could buy into that would get them to believe that there's not a God. Uh, and I think that the day could come very, very quickly. So uh, exciting days ahead. I believe we're living in the last times and uh, we continue to bring on interesting guests like Ellie Marzulli. Um, if you have an open mind, check out his website, check out his movies. I think you'll be convinced that there's something to what he's talking about. And uh, it's not just speculation. He's got hard scientific facts to go along with his video presentations. LAMarzuli.net is the website. All right, that wraps up another broadcast. We'll be back with you next week. Our special guest is retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis on his new book. Follow me this week on social media, Facebook and Twitter and over at Parlor. And then this show will be put up for replay on all of our podcast platforms and links to all of that is over at Jim Paris Radio. Dot com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody.